Hi, this is Ernie Hudson, and you're listening to Candair Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Candare, your tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. And I'm Randy Hardenbrook. And joining us today, returning to the show, his eighth appearance on this show. Eighth. I don't know if we've had any other person on it that many times. I feel like we need to give him a plaque or something. Sub number two, I think. Yeah, he's had a, a he few free subs. <laughs> <laughs> Upgrades it. Of staunch, up, <laughs> of staunch ambition in Inferno City Firehouse, we welcome comic creator Brian E. Lau back to the show. Brian, thank you for being here, man. Oh man, I'm I'm happy to be back on the eighth time. I I shaved my legs. I uh, I did a nice bikini wax for this show. Gross. Well, it's more that's more than we did, man. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Too I much. thought it would be nice, better, but it actually didn't turn out so good. <laughs> Hey, I'm happy to be on. It's been a while, but it's eight times. That's awesome. I love the show. I love you guys. Love this show. Can't wait to see you again. Yeah, man, that's going to be fun to hang out again. But no, thank you for the kind words. And we love your work, man. I can't wait to talk about what you have uh, going on. You've got a Kickstarter happening at the moment. But uh, before we do that, we're going to be doing... Uh, I guess this originally was Brian's idea. Uh, maybe, maybe three appearances ago where we started the of all time uh, episodes oh, yeah. three wasn't it was three of ago. his appearances ago like, oh yeah, yeah 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 i mean it was a long ass time ago but yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah but we did uh, i can't remember like best uh what movie twist endings best uh, fight scenes of all time and uh i can't remember what the other one was but we had some fun with those so we thought we might return to the best premise and worst Best sometimes and worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sometimes worse is fun. <laughs> yeah, I thought in this this might be too easy though if we went in the worst category <laughs> because when I, I started yeah, to think yeah. about the worst of these, the the best hero movies of all time, and if you go to the worst, I mean everyone's gonna go to Batman and Robin, right? Yeah, yeah, right? probably. I think well, there's been some bad ones lately. Bad I think one. Steel's worse than Batman and Robin. Oh, I don't even know that one. I don't either. I know, I know what, what he's talking yeah. about. That was Shaq, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> boy, they really went out on a limb, didn't they? <laughs> but then, yeah, after that conversation, we're going to be turning our attention over to Brian to be talking about more uh, more about his Kickstarter. Uh, but before we do any of that, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandairPod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air and Patreon.com forward slash CandairPod is where you can give us a few bucks a month to get quality content in return the candare patreon pod all kinds of special projects on there merchandise come on people it doesn't cost that much and you're supporting the show that i hope you love if you're listening to it mm-hmm. i mean right absolutely yeah, you have to be vested at this point unless this is your first episode then still check out our patreon and check out our patreon <laughs> page but maybe wait a couple episodes then go but <laughs> what am i forgetting uh your boys are now officially on the evergreen podcast network uh really excited with everything that is happening and gonna happen with that and uh being part of that great network with some great shows and uh, not only that if you're local to ohio or even if you're not and don't have anything going on september 25th of this year your boys are hosting the torg gaming expo in lewis center ohio 
Uh, yeah. Video games, comics, Mr. Brian E. Lau will be there. Toys, it's, it's going to be a blast. So the same um, place? Yeah, same place. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Yep. Cool. So, yeah, we'll be uh, getting more information out on that, and there's links on our Facebook page and all that fun, happy That's horse. August or September? Uh, September 25th. It's cool, but not too hot. Yeah. <laughs> When the when everything starts to die, <laughs> that's how I see it. All right, let's kick it off with this week's retro roundtable. All right, the best hero movies of all time. Jack, kick us off. One, it's dated as hell. It is super cheesy, but it is still the greatest one of all time. One of the greatest ones, I think. And you might agree, Jeremy, because you had never seen it until one year, I think, Rapid Presence. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Flash I actually sword. thought about putting that on my list. Flash! Ah. I, uh, I mean, I guess it depends on what kind of seriousness we give this of all time ranking. But yeah, there is a category where that would definitely. <laughs> I mean, I, I I can't say it's honestly my favorite, but I see where you're coming from because I was going to put it on my list. Mm-hmm. There's, it's just so fucking satisfying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. And I want to watch it again. I I really do. There's like, some like hero movies that I'll, I can watch, and then it'll get to parts where I'm just like, Ugh, and I can walk away. But I don't think I can with that movie. I gotta I gotta finish it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's how. That's what I thought I was going to do with it when I sat down and watched it. It was like, <laughs> all right, I'll get about 20 minutes into this, and it'll just be some shit playing in the background. But no, nothing no. got done. Yeah. It was flash time. Hell yeah. But man. Even nope. the remastered version looks so good. I remember watching it one night, and I'm just like, man, this looks so good. But, I mean, like the technology and the, the costumes are so dated. <laughs> how he just kills uh what's his name ming mm-hmm. in, in the end is just so fucking ridiculous it's just <laughs> just makes me laugh and then there was, there was those hawk dudes too that i was always <laughs> flying along with them shit like yeah and he had to like put his hand in that stump or something was i can't remember what supposed was supposed to bite him or something yeah like that. yeah they just had so much fucking shit. <laughs> Winged man, evil it was so cheesy looking too. But you see in the background more guys just hanging there, and their wings are just slowly flapping. <laughs> evil okay, space I... sorcerers all taken How? down by someone from the New York Jets, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this is on your top of best of all time. Who's the actor who played Flash? Oh, oh shit! I, I don't remember, remember his name. Yeah. But he was I mean, in the I don't Ted think film. he. I don't think they allowed him to make any more movies after that. I don't think he did. I think there's a documentary or something about that for him. Well, he just get like severely name. typecast. Or... I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he gave a stellar performance. <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> like, Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets. <laughs> All He's right. a superhero that had no powers whatsoever. It's throw like a why this guy? It. Like, there's got to be better specimens. Throw a football. Yeah. There's got to be better specimens, though. Sam Jones, that's his name. Yes. Wow. Sam Jones. Who, who, who was, like, nailing it in the fucking NFL at that time? Oh, that would have been, uh, who was the 49ers? Uh, Joe men, Montana. Uh, Joe Montana, maybe? Yeah. I don't Throw know. Throw Joe Montana's ass in there. Call him Flash Gordon. Yeah, no, now that would've, that would have worked. He yeah. was supposed to be just Look at Space Jam. It worked too. with Michael Jordan. What? what about well, Boomer Esiason? He was probably back there in that time, too, huh? Fuck it. Just throw Terry Bradshaw in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's his name for the Bears? With the sunglasses? Dick, Dick uh... 
Buckus or whatever? No, or, no, no, or... no, no. Well, who am I thinking of? Who's Dick Buckus? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no, the Dolphins. What about the guy in the Dolphins? Uh, what the heck am I? Oh, uh, Marino? Dan Marino. Dan Marino. <laughs> hey, he was an Austin Powers. Uh, yeah, he was he a Nace Ventura. Yeah. I think actor, they I picked an actor, you know, that couldn't, that wasn't just acting cheesy, but literally his acting was cheesy. So it <laughs> is it stupid of me to obsess? I mean, not obsess, but I mean, I thought the toy's been in my head when I think of Dan Marino. Is the fact that he plays for the Dolphins and the word like Marine is like right in his last <laughs> name there. Like, oh, yeah. it was yeah. fate. It's He's just a walking publicity for the, the team. Uh, yeah. yeah, do you think that has it's anything to do with it? Like, man. What's wow, that? that a cons- you're, you're tapping into some like deep conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Marino's actually like an android made by SeaWorld or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he in Pet Cemetery too? Like uh, that one, or not Pet, no, Pet Detective, Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Pet Detective, yeah. yeah. And then I uh, remember uh, something about Mary. Was it Brett Favre was in that? As he one of Mary's boyfriends yeah. for a few minutes, Fav, but Fav, he couldn't Fav. pronounce his. You need to be with Brett Favre. Favre. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. All right, uh, that brings us around to who? Who just went? I did, Jack. All right, Brian, what you got? Well, I don't know which one to pick. I got a. Uh, we're doing just one. I'll go around a couple times. Okay. Uh, well, I'll just go with Iron Giant. I just have to say, man, uh, the the Iron Giant movie is all about being a hero, and that movie ju- just punches me in the gut. You know, yeah, it chokes you up when he actually becomes the hero he uh, wishes to be, and then at the end, you know, you're just like, I, I you think it's going to actually end the way, you know, I guess, spoil it, but uh, and then uh, you know, you're sad. And it kills you, but then I'm so happy when he comes back, and uh, it's just as emotional. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. like a, you know, it's not like they undid it. It just like felt great to watch, and so I just love that movie all around. It's a good film. I haven't yeah. seen it in years, but damn it, it's a, it definitely pulls on the heartstrings. That's I know he sure. had the big S on his chest, and he started flying. Mm-hmm. He got all excited yeah. and stuff because he saw the comic Superman. Superman, comics and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was like set in what the like. Like fifties or some shit, or forties or fifties, something like that. I think. Yeah, like yeah. right when all the space stuff was like, like the Rocketeer big, yeah. Saint yep. time period kind of stuff. There it was go. like ancient forties. <laughs> yeah, and that helped tap into the like classic idea of a true hero. You know, yeah. as a, you know, nowadays we got this whole jaded kind of Dark Knight, which I obviously is great for story too. But this, it had that kind of like uh, golden age feel. Wow, someone sounds like a seasoned comic book writer over there. <laughs> this guy knows what he's talking about. Well, let me Here's break it down. Uh, no, no, I'm just saying. I had, you know, I had that innocent age look, you know, or more idealistic. I see what you're saying. I'm just busting <laughs> your balls. It's been jaded. too long, Brian. It's good Less to see jaded, you. jaded, you know what I mean, Jeremy? I know what you mean, man. I know <laughs> All right, that's uh, back. To, let's go over to Randy now. Well, it's funny. You should. You actually throughout one of my picks i'll just go ahead and go off of it but the rocketeer oh Um, wow i I didn't want to do like the typical like mcu stuff so all my picks are just i think kind of like what jack did is not necessarily the main more mainstream heroes but Mm -hmm. still great flicks there was Uh, good movies before the avengers sagas absolutely absolutely (laughs) but there were movies before the avengers (laughs) i think so there were superheroes before the avengers 
but no, the uh, the Rocketeer. I just uh, first of all, I'm a big Tim- Timothy Dalton fan, so just seeing him as the bad guy. <laughs> I mean, he just classes the shit up. Yeah. But uh, it's just it's it was Iron Man before Iron Man. Just the way they built the the rockets. Well, not built, but stole and kind of reworked everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I just like the the whole superhero set in like the 20s and 30s motif it was just really cool yeah i agree it still is really cool um i remember when that first came out i mean i was little and i was just like this looks stupid oh i was that a disney shit. movie too the only thing watching about it and after it, i was like man this movie was sweet like it, the thing that fucked with my head about it when i was a kid was like how's he not burning his legs off <laughs> yeah <laughs> well there's that Physics what? or was it? Uh, was it the love interest Jennifer Connelly? Yes. Was yes. yes. oh, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Can't I think remember. there's a win there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Boy, it's that's why I time. really watched it. Yeah. yeah. Between that and Labyrinth. Whew. Mm. Oh, the girl from Labyrinth is Jennifer mm-hmm. Connelly. Yeah. Okay. I'm on things. <laughs> <laughs> I know things. She's I also things. in one of the Incredible Hulk movies, but we just don't <clears> mention that. Yeah. <clears throat> the first one she was in. All right, I've got one. That I think is pretty damn, uh, pretty damn. It's a good pick, I think. Okay. Taken. Okay. Liam Neeson from Taken. Mm. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Sure. I guess that's a hero. I, you I, guess I, that's a fucking hero. <laughs> he saved his daughter from sex trade. Yeah. With yeah. just a few small set of skills that only he knows. <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I can dig where you're going with that as far as the content. And I kind of like that. Uh, what's that movie breakdown with? Um, uh, oh, uh, the uh, where he's got to save his wife in this cult or something. Uh, hmm. I think uh, I have that movie. Kirk, and I've never uh, opened it. I don't even know what that movie is. Who's in it? Who, uh, who's who's the guy who played uh, um, Star-Lord's father? What the heck? Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell, he was in it, and uh, it's got that. You know, Taken's got that badass, manly, like family man. He's got to go get his daughter and stuff, and I, I totally resonate with that. It was awesome. It was such a good uh, action film. Like it, uh, I don't know. Action films kind of prime you to expect certain things. You know what I mean? Kind of right. like a shitty horror f- film does. Like you know when jump scares are coming. But sure. That one just kind of, uh, I don't know. It was just so good. Like everything they did. Everything he did. The second one is just his calmness when he sits there and tells him on the phone that what he's going to come and do because he has a certain set of skills. There was that one scene when he walks in on the like the group of the guys who grabbed the girls, Mm -hmm. and he's like, and he's playing a part. He's playing a role of somebody, and he said, "Hey, I'm having trouble translating this. Can anyone translate this for me?" And he gives it to the guy he suspects he talked to on the phone. Mm -hmm. And when he says, good luck, he dude just breaks characters. I talked to you a few days ago. I told you I'd find your ass. And then there's, <laughs> boom. Like, man. It's kind of funny because if you, did you guys ever watch Darkman way before? No. Oh, yeah. But it's yeah. funny because you see a lot of like the common traits like from his acting, like he pulls through in both of those. That was a movie I hated when I first watched it too. But then I watched yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Know, how many times after that? Because it was. I don't know what it was, something about that movie. It was, ended up being good, but I couldn't stand it the first time. It's kind of different, yeah. My brother was in, really into it, so I, maybe I didn't like it that. That was Sam Raimi, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think it mm. was, actually. Yeah, and it was definitely unusual and way ahead of its time, that's for sure. Yeah, and then I think there was a few sequels. Sorry, I totally hijacked that. But 
No, you're good. I, I mean, that's my point. That movie is fucking amazing. That's, oh, all, yeah. that's all I have to bring to the table. I thought everyone would be like, oh, bravo. Great choice. Not quite. Great, great choice, Jeremy. Great choice. <laughs> Don't patronize my ass for anything. It was a nice Don't attempt. Become a patron. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, let's jump back over to Jack. Uh, so I was thinking more of straight superheroes type thing, but since we went off the rails with Liam, I'm going to have to say John Wick. Okay. Never um, seen him. Oh, you got to see that movie. Everyone says I have to. Yeah. I, Is he you, really a hero, don't. though? <laughs> What's that? Is he really a hero? Yeah, he's more I of like a vigilante. Right? He's like a vigil. I guess he's a vigilante hero, kind I guess. Of, I mean, he goes against... I mean, he's a... Yeah, he's a hitman, pretty much, working for this big hitman company, which was kind of weird how everything worked at, at being a company. But then <laughs> I just got hired at the hitman company. He, he takes over, <laughs> like, takes, destroys the corruption part of it. I mean, plus he gets, I mean, he's, whatchamacallit, when make it look like it was something his fault. Like blackmail? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and they killed his puppy. That's well, yeah, the whole, yeah. that's well, the worst Oh, part. yeah. Which one did you like the best out of the... Uh, there's three, right? Uh, two was okay. Uh, probably the first one still. Three was really good, though. I but, heard a lot... I, I, I saw the first one, and I was hearing a lot of good stuff about the third one. I almost watched it, but I hadn't gotten around to it. It was good. People just wouldn't die in that one, though, that it seemed like. <laughs> really? Yeah, it just kept... He just put him in another sword through him. Give him another gunshot. And they just, they're back again. I'm like, come on already. This is supposed to be based in realness. Oh, but it's Keanu and his, yeah. his fighting and just one one shot or double tapping everybody. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, so good. Uh, we were just talking before we started about uh, Westworld. I just binged the first uh, season of that. And that's just, nobody seems to really miss a yeah. gunshot in there. But... <laughs> That, sh- that show's gotten to the point that it's like no matter which way the camera pans, it's just fucking bodies everywhere. It's like, it's like kind of getting old. It's like, all right, I get it. Motherfuckers are dead. All right, uh, let's jump back over to Brian. What you got? Well, I guess I'm going to stick in the same vein as between uh, you two and go with Braveheart. Oh. I just have to say, man, you talk about somebody who's bringing some vengeance, but righteous Bush. vengeance. I would say, uh, um, oh, what was his name? William Wallace. Yeah. Excellent movie, man. I, I think I, it was one of the first movies I uh, had uh, purchased a uh, surround sound system when they were coming out. And I think it was the first movie I seen on the surround sound. So it just had everything going for it. But uh, one of my favorite movies, acting, plot, and just a badass character. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was probably one of the first big wartime like old timey war movies that there was actually really like bad uh killing oh war. yeah some intense yeah. <laughs> like a real war yeah yeah that was actually good killing. what year was that that was like early 90s wasn't it something like that yeah did you ever see a uh, glory oh, Civil yes. war oh film? yeah with yeah. matthew broderick mm-hmm. morgan freeman damn that was yeah that uh, was that was raw denzel was that, that was raw too, shit Yes, was Morgan Freeman not in that? No, I think I think you're right. I think he was. Okay, yeah, I think they were. It was the first Black Regiment in yeah, the yeah. Civil War, yeah. right? Mm. Yeah, and Fer- uh, Ferris Bueller was in that too, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, he was the general or whatever. But the... sp- speaking of uh, Braveheart, did you guys know that they made kind of a pseudo-sequel to that? Following What's that? Ro- Robert the Bruce? Like the same character that played Robert the Bruce in Braveheart. Hmm. Yeah, they just released that not oh. too long ago. I think it's on streaming. Wonder if it, is it any good? It looked pretty good by the trailer I saw. I mean, it it's same hmm. character, same like continuation hmm. of the story, like him rescuing Scotland or finishing what Braveheart started. Mel Gibson, yeah, such a big world they did. I don't know if he does. That's weirdo. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch that movie again. It's been too long since I've seen that film. But let's jump over now to Randy. So again, I'm going to play off Jeremy, and he mentioned Matthew Broderick. And my uh, one of my other favorite hero movies, more of a uh, medieval type, but uh, Lady Hawk with Matthew oh, Broderick. Man, that's not even cool. aware of what that is. Oh, Rutger dude. Hauer and... uh, yeah, Michelle it... Pfeiffer's yeah, in it. Yeah, um, she was the... Or no, she wasn't the bird. Yeah, she was the bird. Was she, she, was, the bird? she was Lady Hawk. That was the 80s, right? Yeah. 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 Well, that was a long time. I vaguely remember it, but Matthew Broderick, he must have been a baby. Oh, dude, he was he had to have been in his teens in that <laughs> one, but uh I don't know cuz he was 21 when he did Ferris Bueller. This was way oh, really? this was before Ferris Bueller, I thought oh, maybe yeah. not. It might have been. I so. He was one of those old young-looking actors. But uh Lady Hawk for those anyway. of you Jeremy included <laughs> that haven't seen it, it's basically like a uh and the plot of the movie is he's an escaped convict, Matthew Broderick is, and he has to reunite uh, this knight and this uh, woman that loved him. They put a curse on him. She turns into a hawk during the day, and he turns into a wolf at night. Oh, so that's he, right. I forgot about he, that. They can never they, be together by yeah. this sick and twisted priest, and uh, they have to confront him on a... Uh, Eclipse, I believe, together to break the curse. But it, it's typical 80s, but Matthew Broderick just totally brings something else to the table with his wit, and it's just, it's his a good... quirkiness. Huh? It, it's good. I'll have Did you to... already say what year this was? Early 80s. Early 80s? Yeah. There's one time where they almost see each other in the morning, and you see, like, a, a hand and then a, a wing, and then it turns to, like, a dog paw and a hand. <laughs> it almost got in that time. They oh, man. I don't know if I'm going to have to go watch that one. I'll let you borrow, dude. It's, it's, it's worth a watch. Uh, it's good, but it's dry. But you're, you're looking it. at it from a nostalgic point of view. Yeah. yeah I don't right. have that. I'm Fair not enough. Gonna... It was, I liked that movie but, when I was a kid, and I tried watching it, and I'm like, this movie's kind of boring. <laughs> but Flash yeah, Gordon, you know, I didn't grow up with either, and that turned out. But I've heard of Flash Gordon before I watched it, too. You also had the soundtrack to keep you going, too. That's true. <laughs> yeah, Queen's not in this. He Queen with anything, and it's going to be a hit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, how about the movie Unbreakable? <clears throat> okay. M. Night Shyamalan movie. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, I think that is probably one of the... My favorite, <clears throat> like, comic book kind of hero movies, even yeah. though it's not, like, a spandex hero, uh, you know... Well, it's not your typical, hero. yeah, yeah. Not that I was a fan of his poncho or anything. It's his <laughs> definitive outfit. But at the same time, um, damn, it was so good. It was so good. I, I, I don't know what else to say. Did you guys see uh, Glass? Did not. Yes. Glass, no. You I did, Brian? It. Yeah, I loved it. It was amazing, wasn't it? I don't, I don't I think did. it was uh, quite as good as the first one, but the... Um, Split was amazing. Did you guys see yes. Split? Actually, uh, Split was better. I thought Split completely. was better than Glass. Even though Glass, it had problems. It did a good job wrapping things up. But Split really pulled me back into that universe. Yeah, made Split me was cool. 
He was so good at doing all those different, oh. what, like 28 personalities or some shit like that. And they're different. Like, they're not different. Even close. And they were all believable. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but I just uh, I just loved how it all came together. There was that twist ending again, you know, in, in typical M. Night fashion, uh, which yeah. I won't say if you you say you have or haven't. Uh, I've tried to watch it. I think I had low volume at night trying to watch it and I tried not to Fell wake asleep up people or at the shit. house and they just couldn't hear it enough. So I was just like, ah. yeah. yeah, I heard about the end and the kind of the blowback from that. Yeah. It's cool. I, I mean, I don't see that. Well, they can't make another one. They, it's, it's impossible after the last <laughs> one. But uh, I just, I really enjoyed them. I really enjoyed them. Just the thought that maybe, maybe there are these individuals out there somewhere. How did he not know that? That's what I don't understand, though. What? Bruce Willis, that he was actually, a, he had those powers. I mean, he didn't realize until he's sitting there just kept piling weight on the bars that he could lift it. And he was like, wait a minute, I've never been sick Well, before. no, he survived that train accident. He was the sole survivor of that horrific train accident. Well, I know, but then later on he's training and <clears throat> stuff and realizing he can do all he, he has all these powers. I don't know, maybe he just never pushed himself. Maybe. Maybe they didn't activate till then. <laughs> no, I don't believe that shit. <laughs> I could see because that didn't he, wasn't there something about when sick. he was a kid, um... Or no, he almost drowned when he was a kid. That's what his weakness is water is That's what it right. was. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> That's what I'm thinking of. And but. so that might have clouded his understanding, but I think he does in the first movie. He starts to slowly come to realize it before even he's working out, but maybe he just wasn't willing to accept it or something or I've never broken a bone. Maybe I'm super strong. I'm yeah, you and I both. Boy, those out. are some famous last words. <laughs> I said those exact words the day before I broke my arm. I had an ingrown toenail, though. I think that explodes <laughs> that's, that's your weakness, there. <sighs> Damn toenails! Ow! <laughs> oh. oh my god! Just get a, a fucking mani pedi before you go out to do anything, and your 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 main bad guy. I could defeat anyone care. now. All right, uh, and yeah, we've been around twice now, so. Uh, I think those were a lot of good picks there. I enjoyed yeah. those. I, I have no no rebuttals. I gotta say, if you're saying uh, uh, Bruce Bruce Willis, uh, you gotta you know Die Hard is definitely up there with one of the greatest freaking action heroes ever. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. And, and uh, that, that crossed one. my mind too. But everyone just has such an erection for Die Hard anymore. It's right. Just like, but uh, is he a super? He's just a good cop. It's not, no, I didn't. No, it doesn't. It's not superhero. I mean, it can be superhero, but just hero in general. One that yeah. I had on my list uh, that I forgot to write down was the uh, the Book of Eli, Denzel Washington. Oh yeah, Ooh, I, I that. love that movie. Oh boy, now that's, that's a good, good film. Is it? Yeah, yeah it said it was. Yeah, it's damn good. You should watch that Loved for it. sure. But I can't tell you half the things that are good about it without giving spoilers. So <laughs> you need to uh, just watch it. So uh, with that being said. Let's uh, jump to a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we'll be talking more with Brian E. Lau. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, 
toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, GenXGrownUp.com. All right, I think that was good enough. I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? I've never done it. (laughs) And we're back. Hey. Almost fell asleep. Brian, it's good to have you back on the show here with us and uh, a lot to talk about, man. Looks like you have a Kickstarter running right now. And we're going to get into that. Uh, but first, just how have you been, sir? It's been quite a while. Uh, I've been great. Uh, I've been, uh, even during quarantine, it's been quite a trying time for a lot of people. But fortunately, I've been able to keep my job, work from home, focus on doing some books. And some of the uh, effects of this whole quarantine has uh, also been able to spend time with my family and stuff in certain ways so sure so i've been i've been fine and uh but just busy as heck i'll tell you just i'm constantly trying to crank uh the next issue out so that's good though yeah those are good problems brian yeah i guess so um and I took a little uh, hiatus between issues three and four of Staunch to do the Infernal City Firehouse. So, you know, it's nice to get back at Staunch and, and wrap up the season one. So it was a long time coming. That's And that's what the Kickstarter's about, right? The, uh, the issue four, the full trade? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, what we've had out before was the preview issue. And then issues one through three, I did Kickstarters for. And now this is going to be issue four, season finale, season one finale, double size. So uh, this is going to be 40, I think like 48 pages or so for the fourth issue. And then I'm going to combine all these issues into the epic season one remastered trade. So uh, you'll be able to get all of season one in a single issue. And we're remastering uh, the first three issues because... I've learned so much, you know, over the years doing this. I've been doing this for, you know, several years now, and I'm also working with a really good editor at this point in time. So uh, he's really you know, putting me through the ringer with some, like, you know, 30 years of comic book experience. And I'm like, and I'm loving it. It's not, you know, it's, it's grueling, but it's like I'm learning so much, and the product is just even better. So it's going to be it's going to be exciting, you know. this. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. There's so many things going on with this Kickstarter, I'll tell you. Right. And you're uh, bringing a little star power along with this uh, issue, too, correct? Yeah. I uh, Well, I uh, was uh, on a podcast, and someone knew that I was fans of the uh, TV show Lock and Key on Netflix. Um, so if you call it a TV show, I don't know what you call it these days, but the streaming show. There you go. So hmm. um, uh, they were like, knew I was uh, fans of the, you know, you guys know the three geeks, um, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, or all of the geeks in the three geeks, but uh, it was on, uh, they were going to interview Halea Jones, who plays Eden Hawkins on Lock and Key. And he's like, "Hey, do you want to be on the show with us?" And I'm like, "Heck yeah, I'll be on the show." And I uh, just, you know, had some questions prepared. She and she plays such a bitch in the show, and she was about the nicest person you can talk to. <laughs> every every time I've ever dealt with her, and I've been dealing with her on this music and all that, and she's so. Uh, opposite of that she's so positive just a, a testament to her talent and uh it's been so exciting and and since then she's been promoted to a uh, regular character on season two they just they finished uh filming 
So things are going great for her. She was in uh, one episode of The Boys, which is another awesome, uh, crazy comic book show. So yeah, yeah. But she does. She had mentioned on the show she does music. So I was looking to have new music. I have um, original music for my books, and I was looking for something epic, you know, for the this next issue. And uh, you know, working with Halia, her her style is so. Um, uh, what would you call it? Like uh, spiritual or just kind of like uh, ethereal? Is that how you pronounce it? So she, yeah. she's got this like supernatural feel to her music. So she's just very – and she's very cinematic too. So yeah, and, and she's really getting into it like she's a perfectionist and she's like – she's just not like cranking out a song just to get – oh, here's a song for you. Here's some melodies. She's like getting into the lyrics and everything. So this is like this song is like winding up to be like the main song for all of the like for the the series because it's so involved into the story. That's awesome. That is awesome, man. Well, congratulations. It looks like your Kickstarter is uh, doing really well too. Yeah, yeah, we're at seventy percent right now, and uh, you know they always have a slow part, and I I go nuts. I'm not pa- I'm like the most impatient person in the world, so I go nuts in the middle when it's media. slow. What's that? <laughs> Come on, you yeah. guys better start donating. Yeah, you know, you get you get these slow days in the middle, and it's like, uh, yeah, I just want to start going knocking on doors or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys ever heard of Kickstarter? <laughs> what? Hi, my name is Brian E. Lau. Have you heard the good word about Kickstarter? You know how you sell like cookies. I have a I have Girl Scout cookies here, and you can join the Kickstarter as well. Yeah, show up dressed as a Girl Scout. That'll make someone answer their door. <laughs> up the price twenty bucks. Do it, guys. I'm always looking for that angle that's like unique. So, but no, seventy uh, percent's great. Um, I didn't. Uh, one of the strategies with Kickstarter is to not go for exactly what you want because it's stressful. <laughs> but there's more to it. But it's just stressful <laughs> because it's all or nothing. So, sure. but the other strategy is is you you go for the most the lowest amount, and then you know there's this kind of like the look of what percentage you have, and and then it goes it's more popular, and they they stat you can status things when you search in Kickstarter by popularity. So so my alt that's my lowest goal is where i'm going for but the ultimate goal is to go above it and do some uh do like a cool stretch goal or a couple cool stretch goals so so we need to keep going people need to jump on and this is the perfect time to jump on because you can get each individual issue with a full trade and then i'm also offering my other book infernal city firehouse and you know many reward tiers they also have a new add-on i'm going to have add-ons there so you could customize at the end of the campaign anything you want because it's hard to figure out what people want so i just try to put some basic reward tiers on there i got so much stuff to offer from posters and oh something important too if nobody's ever heard i always offer a version on on kickstarter that no one else can get it's the exclusive variant and they're numbered and so I have an issue four variant cover by uh, Derek Stevens and Jeff Von Buskirk as far as uh, it's a, it's got a cover on, on the front and the back. And those are numbered and limited. So you can only get these uh, variants and these limited Kickstarter exclusives on Kickstarter through Kickstarter. So Nice. Awesome. Hell yeah. That's what I call incentive. <laughs> yes, that's the incentive. I want to – well, I want to reward people too. I mean I'm a collector. You know, you guys sure. collect. I love – in fact, I got a, I got a cool thing that's fun. You always love to buy this book that turns out to be worth some money, right? 
just because you love the story <laughs> and it's cool to have it worth some money, which is it's rare. But my the second book I ever worked on, I worked for Hall of Heroes. I did uh, the airbrushing, colored the covers to two books called Vortex, number three and number five when I was in college. It turns out that that number five issue I happened to color the cover to is the first appearance uh, of Cyberfrog. And it's like uh, my issues were selling for like uh, with another character. So two books for like 100, 200 bucks. I'm like, holy crap. Not, <laughs> wow. I, I have copies of that book. And it's like I just it's not selling, you know, like that for my art. But it's because I work with great people. So I just happened to be associated with Ethan Van Schuyper, who does Cyberfrog, and like that's just like hot as can be right now. So, wow, man, that's cool shit. Right now, it was pretty fun to when I found out I was going. My books are selling for like uh, two hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> How many of these copies do I have? <laughs> Definitely goes on a resume too, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the moral of the story is: is you buy my book on Kickstarter, and you're going to be rich. Pretty much. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and get a bunch of uh, cool shit to boot. Hell yeah. You know, with your uh, with your with your reward, or with not with your reward, with your pledge. Excuse me. Can't yeah, that's the bottom line. I just want to give I, I, I give quality. So the books are bonus. I mean, no, not the books. The uh, music is pretty much just bonus. And then I'm also offering uh, at a certain reward tier level above um, Tap Dance Killer. You guys are familiar with Ted. Uh, uh, he does the tap game, tap dance. Yes, he also does a, a yeah. Palma. Yeah, Sakura. Yeah, Sakura. Yep. Yeah, he's amazing, and his stuff. I can see his stuff. They're gonna make it into a film one day. His stuff is just so iconic. But that's just bonus. So you know, he's offering the is- two issues of Tap Dance Killer, which is brilliant. And so you just get those on top of the reward you get uh, at a certain reward tier. Awesome. That's awesome, man. And again, great incentive. And people have until June 2nd to get on there and back this project. Uh, man, just congratulations to, again to you and all your freaking success with this. It, it, it never ceases to amaze me. Uh, you know, there's some people that, like ourselves, seem to ride a plateau. And we have our peaks and then we have our dips. But, you know, there's some people we've talked to in the beginning that just, you know, seem to kind of peter out. But mm-hmm. it seems like every time we get in contact with you, there's bigger better more exciting shit going on you really keep that ball rolling for yourself so uh just congratulations i'm very envious of your uh, motivation man thanks i uh, i'm glad that uh, it's nice yeah things are connecting and we'll see where it goes i'm not you know not i'm satisfied to just create quality product whether it turns into you know huge profit or whatnot i mean obviously that would be nice but <laughs> i'm yeah. definitely not there yet uh, the overhead is insane, but I've got, you know, stuff with like connections with, uh, you know, the firefighter, uh, documentary coming out soon. Oh so yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. With Inferno City Firehouse, a, a director, uh, contacted me that's doing a document was, he was filming a documentary about firefighters dealing with PTSD or depression or not. And it's called Florian's Nights, which is named after this motorcycle, uh, charter, uh, group that are either retired or active firefighters and they ride motorcycles to they call it wind therapy deal with their you know difficulties and obviously they're just in the motorcycle so it mainly follows them but when he saw my book in a a news article 
he came to Michigan to film me in the book, and I hooked him up with the same fire departments that I was riding along with. And so they uh, went and did ride-alongs with the whole Detroit Fire Department and whatnot. So uh, they're going to be in the film. My footage is going to be a standalone, its own standalone uh, short film. So, but right now, I haven't even seen the trailer yet. Right now, they're pitching it to streaming services, and they're, you know, uh, I'm waiting to find out what's going to happen here to figure out how they're going to market it and how we're going to cross market and whatnot. So, right. well, and I actually was hired, me, I, he hired me to do the official poster, and it turned out, I think, turned out gorgeous. They loved it. Everybody who's seen it's loved it. So, did you put that so, on uh, social media? That's the thing. I'm not, I'm, <clears throat> Like to the degree that I just mentioned it, but I'm not marketing it because he's not he's not marketing it yeah. yet until they figure out who they go with and what the, the game plan is. I only ask because I feel like I've seen it. Maybe you actually uh, like showed it to us like last oh, time. Oh, the poster? We... I might have shared the poster with you guys just uh, in some kind of a chat or whatnot. I think that's, what it, that's that what it was. Yeah. Okay. And amazing. Yeah, guys... Fucking amazing artwork, too. Yeah, I actually worked with J.A. Defoy and uh, my uh, uh, new colorist, uh, Bunny, who uh, uh, we worked on it together. And uh, J.A. Defoy is a master, and uh, it just turned out really good. Pan's idea, you know, we took Pan's idea. I had added a lot to it, and then Jay just nailed it. So that we'll be definitely posting that when I can find out what the heck's <laughs> going on. And Right. We'll see. Awesome. That's crazy. TV stars making scores for your books, directors making documentaries for your books. Yeah, I think that's reason to shine your nails on your collar there, Brian. Like, <laughs> look at what I've done. Just hey, watch out for the toenails. None of this honestly compares to being uh, knowing you guys and uh, being along with the, this whole journey with you guys. Because oh. you guys, I, I literally enjoy your show, like because I love. I've a that was a big podcast guy before and the kind of shows i loved was a show like this man where you talked about stuff i'm into and and you got this kind of like wit and uh humor to it as well so well thank you man appreciate, appreciate that. that randy tries <laughs> randy randy's been great <laughs> oh jack randy's just here for us to punch in the balls occasionally, yep, yep. right <laughs> oh man well brian uh it's always a pleasure to have you on and we need to get together Again, soon. Yeah. Uh, I, I miss hanging out. Uh, I miss... That was probably one of the biggest things I missed from the past... Uh, from the year For off. For the no cons, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. And to be honest, the con... The last con we went to, the best part was hanging out with these dudes. That was afterward. the only good part of it. The con oh, awesome. sucked nuts. <laughs> yeah. And hang, Henry Winkler was, was like a fucking asshole, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know, yeah, we need a little bit of Brian in uh, Columbus here. Yep. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to Torg, man. That's going to be the next one, I think. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I keep forgetting about Torg. You, you better not. <laughs> we got shit to do, bro. I'll just show up in pajama pants like, oh, yeah. I'll get it done. Now. I'll, I'll perform. I'll I, perform. I have no doubts. Oh, my God. What did I get myself into? All right. Well, Jack, what do we have on the website? Go to www.pod. No. Wow. <laughs> It's because of what I've got going on for this. You don't even need a www. Any- oh, you're looking at your shirt, you mean? No, no, no. Go to cannedairpodcast.com where we got all kind of cans. What kind of cans? You can listen to the episode, can buy some merch, can be a patron, and you can 
<laughs> get a hold of us on our contacts page. Can listen to some better content than yeah. what's going on right it now. Didn't it was going on so good, and I flirted on the of beginning cans. of it. Yeah. I, I like your ambition. Yeah, I like your ambition. Ooh, too. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> you got Brian excited. Just tied it right into that. I was going to go with there, there's that a lot can. of do's, but no don'ts. I got to say, I really admire your staunch ambition. Oh! See what I did, Brian? Woo! <laughs> there you go, man. It ties into all of life. At the core of life is staunch ambition. I there brought that shit full. <laughs> I think you did. I think that's what you were playing for originally. It was right? something that started with an S. I don't know what it was. But... <laughs> and don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandarePod and on Instagram at Can underscore Air. And if you like what we're doing, like Jack has already said, you can become a patron on our website, CandarePodcast.com. Hit that Patreon button and uh, $5 a month gets you access to all those fucking goodies that the normies aren't getting people. What else we got? You can go to evergreenpodcast.com. I think I said that right. And, uh, and check do out. listen to podcasts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you stopped mid-sentence. Were you done? No, I was done. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can continue, Jeremy. Thank you, Randy. <laughs> I have to go listen to that audio. It sounded like you just stopped mid-sentence. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I want to revisit that. <laughs> put a record scratch in there. <laughs> no, I'm sure it was just my mind darting around, not paying attention. But uh, all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. So until next time, I'm Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Randy Hardenbrook. I'm Brian Lau. Thank you so much for listening and be excellent to each other. Be excellent to each other. Oh no! Don't run, it'll only make things worse! What? Remember, you never want to approach a stray dog, especially one that's foaming at the mouth. Get away from the animal as quickly as you can and tell a grown up. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. This has been a Canned Air production. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the facts from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far? in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? 
These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.